Court reporters hold one of the most important roles in the justice system. We're entrusted with the official records of the courts, and we also have to run our own businesses, which is not something most of us were prepared for. I'm Bryn Seymour, freelance court reporter and life coach, and I invite you to join the discussion about the problems we face and the solutions we create on the unique journey of a stenographer. Welcome to the Entrepreneurial Court Reporter Podcast. That's what blows my mind about court reporters is you come into a job and it's not like you know the topic that they're talking about. You have to, you're just going with it. And that just blows my mind. We have the luxury as proofreaders to sit there and like Google it or make sure it looks good. Whereas y'all are doing it on the fly, especially if you're doing like real time and they're reading after you. Oh my goodness. My hat's just off to (laughs) y'all. Well, what you're saying about your expertise, you and probably your students too, you're personable and you just have like a natural, naturally good uh, handle on the English language. And that's one of the things, like, honestly, even though I asked you, where do you get your expertise? They like, there are some scopists who, and I say scopists because I actually hired a transcript manager who I, which I required, they had to be a scopist first in order to be able to manage my transcripts. But yeah, but like, I wasn't so concerned about whether she knew about those, you know, Greg reference manual, Margie Wells, like all those things. Cause like I said, they're constantly changing. And also there are some scopists who say that they have expertise in those things and they know them, but that's not really what matters. It's like more about Like I hired my transcript manager based on the fact that she had a naturally good communication, like naturally good handle on the English language. She was educated and intelligent. She wasn't even a scopist. She didn't even know anything about court reporting or scoping. But because she was well-educated, she was a fast learner. She was able to pick it up very quickly. I, Mm -hmm. I trusted her to communicate with attorneys, to communicate with like my clients. And because she was just an overall well-rounded, very smart, well-spoken person, good at communication, good Mm -hmm. at writing. So it's like something you can kind of pick up from people. Like when we're, we're having a conversation, it's easy to feel like that. And that's why one of the things I wanted to talk about was having a, a good relationship, like a working relationship with the court reporter and the scopist. I mean, court reporter and proofreader. Yeah. And also with the question of, you started talking about what makes an exceptional proofreader. So I don't know if we can combine those two or if you want to answer those two. Yeah, yeah. And I to be clear too, I did have training to be a transcript proofreader. I worked with a transcript proofreader too. I don't want to feel like, I don't want to sound like, oh, I figured this all out on my own. (laughs) I didn't mean it that way. Of course, but what I'm saying is like the more important thing is the person, like the person's intelligence and communication is high priority. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, good. I just didn't want to make it seem like, oh, I just know everything. (laughs) Okay, good. And that's such a good point. I'm, you know, people ask, they'll, you know, they'll message me as I talk about transcript proofreading and be like, am I a good fit for this? And a lot of times the big question is like, do I need a college degree? That's a big one because a lot of places do require a college degree, but no, it's not. You do need a specific training with transcript proofreading, but it's really, who are you as a person that makes a big difference? Like you do need to be good at grammar and spelling and, you know, attention to detail, but do you have good work ethics? Are you willing to learn? Are you open to feedback? Like those are such good skills. But anyways, I'm getting way off topic. I'm sorry. (laughs) You had two no, good I questions. Totally on topic. <laughs> okay, good. So your questions were like, how did I am so sorry working with a uh... okay communication <laughs> between proofreader and court reporter. How can we? I mean, I guess from the proofreader's point of view, what's helpful for you from the court reporter? Like, what makes a good working relationship, and what helps you to help us the most, so that we can grow together? You know, because we're all trying to 
to improve. And that's, well, that's what something I think is important to work with people who want to improve themselves and also help me improve myself too. Cause like if some, if I keep making the same mistake, I would want, and the, the proofreader knows this is how it's supposed to be. And this is why, like, I would appreciate them. I don't know, telling like, you know, having a conversation, of course it depends on the relationship. So that's why it kind of goes together. Like the relationship and the ability to help each other. Ah, I love that question so much. And I love your approach to it about it, it depends on the court reporter and the proofreader and relationship. That is relationship is the key because I, that's one thing that I love about proofreading and working with court reporters is just the relationships. Like my court reporters that I proofread now are wonderful friends. Like, yes, we have a working relationship. And yes, I do make sure that if they have a deadline, I'm turning it in and they make sure that yes, they pay me. But there's a relationship beyond that. And it just is such a unique relationship, a working relationship. And there's so many different types of proofreaders, like personality wise, and so many different types of court reporters, personality wise. And you find the ones that mesh and the ones that are really like, oh, maybe I'm not a good fit. And you find the ones that work. But how to work together so that you both, I love that attitude that it's a mutual respect for each other, because that I think is huge is to mutually respect each other, where you both want to grow. You both understand that we're both human. We both make mistakes. We're both going to have our uh, our amazing days and our off days. How can we keep growing to work together so that I can proof your transcripts in a way that make it where it's such an easy process, you hardly even have to think twice about it. How can I make your job easier? How can you make mine easier? Like kind of like that. Yes. So communication is key and it doesn't have to be where you send mile long emails to each other or you're sending like 20 emails. I highly encourage my grads. Uh, I'm like, get a feel for your court reporter. If they like, for instance, I love to leave funny notes in my transcripts. If I think someone's really goofy or if it was a really hilarious typo or if the attorney's just, you know, likes to talk a lot. And most of my court reporters loved that. Uh, I had a court reporter who she was very serious. And so she didn't appreciate that as much. And so I just cut back on that. And I was like, okay, here's just your straight transcript. I'm not going to put anything funny in it. And uh, it's more like learning how to, as a proofreader, getting a feel for their court reporter. Like, are they somebody who likes a ton of communication or are they somebody who like gets the job and you don't hear from them until you need the next job, that kind of thing. Like you want to be respectful of their boundaries and how busy they are. One of the biggest things is making sure that you both know that the proofreader knows the court reporter's preferences when they're proofreading, just like, you know, the scopist needs to know how you like to have your transcript formatted, what your punctuation's like. Proofreader needs to know your punctuation preferences or how you do bylines, or if are there special things that you notice that you have an issue with that you're always catching yourself on in transcripts that they need to pay attention to. And sometimes court reporters, and I understand because you're busy, this, you've got a million things going on. It's like, great, I've got to fill out a preference sheet and give it to a proofreader. That's just one more thing I have to do. But preference sheets should take 10 minutes tops to fill out. And you're going to save yourself so much time having to explain to the proofreader later, like, why did you make that correction there? Or like looking at corrections that don't need to be made. Um, we as proofreaders don't want to make more corrections because it's more work for us and it's more work for you. And it helps our confidence turning in a transcript that you love. If we know, do you like a comma before T-O-O? Do you use the Oxford comma? How do you do your bylines? Things like that. I mean, there's a whole preference thing for it. So like when you first start working with a proofreader, if you can send them a preference sheet you already have, fill out theirs, 
communicate what you specifically want from the working relationship. Acknowledge that you got their rate sheet, that you're fine with the rates. And that is going to set both of you up for just so, so much less stress. And uh, you're going to feel so good. You know what their rates are. They know what, how you like your transcripts to be proof. Maybe if you have a sample transcript that you can send them to be like, this is typically how one of my transcripts looks. You can see my bylines. You can see some of my mm -hmm. preferences. You're going to save the proofreader a lot of time and you'll save yourself time because you're not having to answer a lot of, well, how do you like to do this? Or what about this? Just taking time when you first get to meet them. I don't have a big onboarding process with my court reporters. I'm like, here is my info sheet. Let me know if you have any specific preferences. Bam, let's go. And I've also been doing it for a long time. So to me, it's just like, okay, let's just get it, go make it easy for you. Some people like to take, have a longer board onboarding process. I try, I train my court reporter or my grads to be like, make it as simple and quick and easy and painless as possible. Cause court reporters have a million things to do and talking to their proofreader forever about, you know, lots of little details is not on the list, but knowing each other's preferences to begin with is the the best and then communicating. I also highly recommend court reporters have at least at least one or two backup proofreaders besides their main proofreader. A lot of times proofreaders work with more than one court reporter or you know we have migraine that day and can't see the page straight or we need a vacation or something. And when you're the only proofreader, you feel pressured to always be taking every job your court reporter sends you um, because you don't want to let them down. Like my court reporters, I feel awful if I can't take a job for them. But when I know that they have a good backup that they can send the job to and will take just as good a care of them as I will, then it makes me feel so much better that the court reporter is getting their job done. And if I needed a breather or I'm not able to prove that day, then it just helps. So that way you don't have to feel stressed scrambling to find a proofreader at the last minute. Yeah, I always used to think about like having, that's why I hired the transcript manager because it was so overwhelming to think that like, ah, sometimes the proofreader is not available and then I have to go and ask other people and wait for their response, but I just want to get it out of sight, out of mind. Like, yes. So the transcript manager was helpful because she could, she could do it herself or send it to someone else for me on my behalf. So I could just get the job done, get it out of sight. It's that's it. Like, <laughs> Oh, so see, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I tell my uh, proofers that I'm like, if your court reporter sends you a job and you can't do it, never, for one, never take a job you can't do because that's like the one of the worst things you can do is turn a job in late or take it and be like, oh, yeah, I can do it. And then email them back and be like, just kidding, three days later. I mean, that's not fair. But what I teach my grads to do is if you, for some reason, can't take a job, then get inside our grad community and be like, hey, I have this job. It's this many pages. It's due by then. Can anybody take it? And then I'll email the, my court reporter back and be like, hey, I can't take it, but I have this person here. I've already given them your preferences. They're ready to go. Uh, and then that way, you don't even have to go look for a proofreader. You know that you have one that's trained, ready to go, can take your job and you're both good. The proofers are all good. You're good. Everybody's happy. Yeah, that's such a great like because I know that that's the way a lot of court reporters end up becoming agencies is because their client expects like if they have a client, that client expects them to always cover them, even if they physically aren't the one that can do it. But like they'll find someone else to cover and then they become an agency because of that, which is that's a whole nother <laughs> whole nother level of running a business. But yes, but that's how it works. That, that would be cool. I mean, I don't know if that if that would be something that like most people are like the idea of for, for proofreaders to do that. But I yeah. I think it's a <laughs> I mean, I'm all about like simplicity and 
like minimizing the amount of people I have to reach out to. <laughs> I I was reading your website before the podcast. And I one thing I loved that you said on there was that you were you had so many things to do that you realized your job, the one thing that nobody can replace you is being an amazing court reporter in there taking down the deposition or the trial or whatever you're doing. And what you don't have to do, you can send to other people who are specialized and then you have the time to either make more money or take a break. And I loved that you said that. That's so important. Delegation. Yeah. I love, I'm all about that. Yes. Because <laughs> that's what maximize our productivity and use our talents for what, like use our time to do what we're best at. Then we can maximize the amount of money we make and minimize the amount of time we're working on unnecessary or just working in general. Yes. Yeah. That's, you know, I tell my proofreaders, you are such a huge asset to court reporters because you're either giving them their time back to go spend with family or to actually sleep some more or do something else with your life or go make more money by taking other jobs because you're not sitting there having to reread the transcript for, I don't know, the umpteenth time that you're looking at it. Right. Oh my gosh. It's so helpful. You guys are amazing. And I, I would love to, like, I know we're running out of time, but hopefully we can schedule another episode where we can dive more into like, how do we recognize that someone's a really good proofreader mm. in your point of view? You know, it, it can be hard to tell because proofreading is a very straightforward thing. And sometimes when we're checking for, when we're going back to apply the changes and things like that, we're not necessarily really reading <laughs> like really reading everything to see if yes. anything was missed. Cause like nobody has time to do that. Maybe it's good to do that for the, the first time you're working with someone, but like, I honestly never did that. And so, yeah. <laughs> so it would be great to have a conversation about that. And also when you brought up the preference sheet, I remember sometimes they would ask me, can I, can you send me your preference sheet? And I was like, I don't, I, I'm like, I wish I, you know, I look at a preference sheet and I'm like, well, which one is right? Like, I don't, I mean, they all look good to me. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> the issue of consistency is important. So it's, I guess it's important to decide which one you like best. And I did fill out, of, I know Stenovate has a preference, like a yes. thing where you can fill out your preference sheet. And I did fill that out, but I don't know if it's, anyway, it, yeah, I would love to like go di like dive into those things more because this is such a great, I could talk for hours on this. <laughs> I could too. I love, I'm like, oh yes, let's go. <laughs> Isn't it great? We get to make a career out of, out of the thing we actually love. It's a dream. It really is a dream. It's a lot of work, but it is, oh, you cannot put a price tag on that kind of freedom and getting to do. So many people are in jobs that they hate and I'm like, there is so many more opportunities. Yes, it takes a lot of work up front, but oh, the results and are just so, so good. So good. How much does your course cost? I break it up into three different phases. And so that way uh, you, for one, don't have to pay for it all up front if you don't want to. And also to decide if you do, if you like it or not. You know, sometimes you get into something and you're like, oh, okay, this was fun, but it's not really what I was, you know, want. To. I try to give as much information up front, um, but sometimes, you know, you have to get in and experience it before you know. Uh, so um, the first phase uh, starts out at 197, and that has um, everything like introduction to transcript proofreading. You set up your business, you get on a call with a CPA, you name your business, you set up your Facebook page, wow. 
you learn um, the grammar specific to transcript proofreading. You have to pass a grammar exam to keep moving on. There's a lot in that way. You're inside my group, so you get my lives hanging out with each other. Then the second phase is all about proofreading. You learn how to use your proofreading software and uh, you learn about working with court reporter preferences and filling out preference sheets. And then you get into the practice transcripts. You get feedback on your transcripts. And then you have the grammar, uh, the transcript exam, because you have to demonstrate that you can pass before you, that you know how to proofread before you can learn how to go get clients. Because it's not fair to court reporters to put proofreaders out there that don't know what they're doing. So I have a very high the transcript exam is it's definitely passable on the first time, but it is not easy <laughs> because it needs to be show you know what you're doing. Um, and that's 497 for that one. And then the um, third one is phase three, and that's where you're grads and you get to learn about marketing and managing your business. And it's I mean, I shouldn't p play favorites with the phases because it's my course, but phase three definitely has my heart because it's all about business management and how to find clients, make them happy. Just it's supporting grads from everything they learn to for the entire proofing career. It's just, it's so, wow. I love doing that part. And that's the final one. It's um, 797. So the total for it comes out to just about just under 1500 for the course to have your career set up by the time you're done. Wow. That sounds very detailed. Like, I mean, I asked, how do you know what makes an exceptional proofreader? But probably just if you know that they graduated from your program, that they're probably exceptional because you, you teach them how to be. <laughs> that is the absolute, I tell them I want them to graduate um, as good as I am as a proofreader. But I mean, and I have like years and years of experience proofreading, but I want them to be as good as or better than me by the time they get out. That's because then they'll feel so much more confident and be good for y'all as court reporters. That's Those are my two big goals. Where are you from? What state? Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah. I love the word mom. I just, <laughs> I, no, I really love it because I started to use it sometimes, even though I'm in New York, but oh, wow. because we don't have like a plural, you know, when you're talking to a group of people, what do you say? Like you guys, it's <laughs> just like gender specific and it's kind of <laughs> awkward. I don't, that's what we use here. And it's like, it's yep. kind of weird. Y'all better. <laughs> Y'all is so much better. It's, it's the it's word so to better. use. I mean, it's kind of like, yeah, it, of course, in certain settings, it might not work out that well, yeah. but it's so much better than you guys, because it just doesn't make sense to call a group of women like you guys. Thank you. I completely agree. <laughs> so yeah. your students, the graduates mm -hmm. from your program, are they like, how do we like really if their court report is looking for a proofreader? Where do you recommend that we find a good proofreader? Yeah, so I have a graduate directory on my website. So it's the proofreadingbusinesscoach.com um, forward slash graduate directory. And I have a list of proofreaders and I don't just have their names and their emails on there. I have a picture of them and I have like they wrote their own little mini bio and their experience and why you should work with them so that you can find your perfect fit. And it's and they have their Facebook page. You can go view them on. So that way you can, like I said, it's a very personal job. You want, even though you're not going to spend hours talking to each other on one job, you're going to have, you're working on building up a relationship for years down the road. And so you want to find somebody that's messages with you, not just being a good proofer, but like their personality. Like some people are really funny. Some are more serious. Um, some are very by the book. Like if Margie says it, this is the way it is. And I know some court reporters are that way. And then some court reporters are like, as long as it's readable, I don't care. And so it just depends on the, I, you have the perfect proofreader for 
whichever I train my proofers to do both, but you know, some have their preferences one or one way or the other. So it just helps to find the the perfect match and you can all find them on my graduate directory. That's so awesome. It really helps to see like someone's picture. You can really get an understanding or like a feel for through a picture. It speaks a thousand words, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, I like that. Yes. Okay. So you have your website, you have your Instagram. What is, what's your Instagram? The proofreading business coach. Okay. That's easy. Yes. It's so easy. Yep. <laughs> I try to make and it all the same. So it's easy to remember. And you also have a podcast now. I listened to, I, <laughs> today I listened to, before we got on here, I was like, I know yes. I want to listen to at least one of her episodes. So I listened to the first one and I loved it because I felt the exact same way when I first started my podcast. I, and I shared another channel. I was like, uh, you know, this is a very uncomfortable, but <laughs> it's nerve okay. when when you're starting something new, it does not, I mean, like you've been a court reporter and been in business for years. I've been in business for years, but still starting something new. It's like, you get this lump in your throat. (laughs) Yeah. So, and actually when I searched on the Apple podcast for, I I typed in proofreader and yours was the first one that popped up. So there you go. I mean, if you guys want to find her podcast on you guys, if y'all want to find (laughs) her, Y'all want to find her podcast on Apple Podcasts, just type in Proofreader and it'll be the first one. Or in case it doesn't work for you, type in the Proofreading Business Coach. Is that, I mean, the official name? I saw your picture. Yes, the Proofreading. Like, I know that this is the right one. <laughs> that makes me so happy that came up when you typed Proofreader. It's the Proofreading yeah. Business Podcast. Yep. The Proofreading Business Podcast, Apple Podcasts, or probably any other any of them yep that you can find them on Um, I also have a link to it on my website if you're on the proofreading business coach and it's on my Instagram too but yes thank you oh I'm I'm honored you listened to it thank you oh of course I mean I would I wish that I was able to listen to all of them but I will definitely continue listening because I love it and is there any way to join your Q&A sessions ever just in case like you know I said I sometimes have (laughs) so questions come up it would be cool to just like pop in there and see what people are asking and maybe get a chance to ask some questions. Well, inside, so my group graduates. <laughs> yeah, I know it's the elite group. No, it's the, uh, so the, my groups where I do my lives, my weekly lives, um, those are specifically for my students and for my graduates. Um, but I do in my Instagram stories, I'm very active in my stories. I have a daily proofreading quiz that you can test your grammar skills on um, in, okay. inside my Instagram stories. And I'm, my DMs and my inbox are always open. I need to get a little bit better about putting my, like, what questions do you have? Like question box on my Instagram stories. But I love, love, love talking to anybody about proofreading, court reporting, and, you know, working with court reporters, all that. So if you have questions, then please feel free to drop by any of those spots. And I'm always happy to talk. Okay, cool. Do you have a last question? (laughs) Yeah. Do you personally have, I mean, I know you have your clients, like how do you, do you ever get new clients? Do you have like a waiting list for new clients? Cause if you do, I want to be on that list. Oh my gosh. You're so sweet. (laughs) I I am. So my two, I actually, I work with a couple court reporters. Um, They keep me uh, very busy. So I am complete. I am unless one of them quit. And if they did, I would be devastated and I don't see that. happening. So for right now, I don't uh, have, any openings and or a wait list. However, if you do need, I mean, my grads are stellar. Yeah. So if you're, okay. you're, yes, reach out <laughs> to them there and you can email them or, you know, sometimes I have uh, court reporters reach out to me and they like have a specific 
type of proofreader, like a personality or like a certain skill, like do they have a medical background or do they have experience in insurance or something like that? And mm-hmm. I'm happy to connect you with um, like, I know my grads really well. So it's like, oh yeah, this person in particular is especially, you know, she used to be a, an RN or she worked in insurance or whatever. So I can like personally pair you with somebody if you need as well. That's actually really smart for proofreaders to specialize in like medical or med- like to have a specialty because I personally, it's on my, it's in the back of my mind. It's on mm-hmm. my mind to like find a group of proof, uh, proofreaders to send specific jobs when, depending on the context, like I'll send it to a different person. That's, that's, that's that. <laughs> oh, I love that brand. Yes, that would be excellent. I don't, you know, I don't know of any, at least I haven't talked to any court reporters who have done that. I'm sure it has, but that would be genius. Like if you know that you have a proofreader that can take a medical transcript and help you with it, then absolutely. Or insurance, yeah. insurance terms always throw me for a loop, like, or an insurance, you know, one who yeah. worked in insurance x-ray or whatever. Yeah. Or like science and stuff. Cause like, that's a really good marketing tactic is specialize yes. in something, put it in your marketing. And you, I'm telling you like any good court reporter would, would love to send their specialized transcripts to a niche specialist. That would be amazing. I love that idea. Yes. Me too. <laughs> no, that is very good. Thank you so much for talking to me for so long. It's I'm sorry. It's oh. been an hour and a half and it's been so much fun. It didn't feel like an hour and a half. It felt like if you told me it was 45 minutes, I've been like, yeah, that's right. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. that flew by. Thank you. Friend, you are so much fun to talk with. Thank you so much for inviting me. What church do you go to, by the way? Yeah, so uh, First Baptist Church of Delaware, Oklahoma. Uh, It's an itty bitty, 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 bitty town. Like there's 200 people here. Uh, That was a life adjustment, but it was, uh, it's been really good. Really, really good. But yes. Just figured it out. Awesome. Yeah, my husband's actually the pastor of the church, so that's oh, wow, that's yeah. fun. <laughs> that's why we moved here. Yes, yeah, it's, uh, it's a funny story. I used to be a pastor's kid, and um, I said never again. I am never going into you know. I of course love church, Christian, but I don't want to be in a pastor's family again. And then my husband a few years ago was like, I'm going to be a pastor, and I'm like, no, what? what? We did not have this conversation. Well, It's fine, but it was just—it was really funny how it's all worked. God definitely has a sense of humor, and He always knows what's best, even though it's half the time not what I thought was best. <laughs> yeah, thank you for asking. Yeah, that's a huge part, huge part of my life. So. Oh, that's awesome. Anyone have any questions or comments or topics or discussion that you missed or that you think would be great to talk about regarding court reporters and proofreaders? just post it on the Entrepreneurial Court Reporters Facebook group or send us either of us a message and we can try to do another episode about it or just, you know, answer the questions. <laughs> I love that. Yes. All right. Well, have a great rest of your night. What time is it over there? It's 5.30, so I'm an uh, hour behind you. Okay. Okay. Have a good rest of your evening. <laughs> yes. You too, Brent. Thank you again. This was lots of fun. Thank you. Bye. Bye.